following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips and Bill Jones. And it is a Monday morning after Cowboys Texans. It's time for some Monday morning quarterbacking here on Talking Cowboys. Bill Jones with Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, and Rob Phillips. I love the way Mickey gives a wave when his name is announced there to all the masses. Just happy to be here. I'm happy to be here too. Rob's happy to be here, aren't you? Always. All right. Always. Brian's grateful. happy to be here. Yes, sir. And we are ready to break it down. And um, and I am wearing my Longhorn hat, as promised. Yes, you and, are. Uh, I noticed. And it's I'm, good on you. Well, thank you. But you're also in black. Are you in mourning? <laughs> well, no, no. If it, Since Saturday begat Sunday, and I won't <laughs> say anything else, uh, it was worth it. Okay, and we move on now to what happened Sunday night at NRG Stadium in Houston. Let's uh, let's start with uh, just uh, initial takeaways from the game. Just something uh, something off the top. What, what do you got first, Mickey? I would think that uh, the way this team plays on the road, uh, it's uh, very frustrating, and I think it challenges our common senses for some of the things that they did do well, uh, and yet they don't do enough to be able to uh, win games and go into overtime uh, and lose for the third consecutive time on the road. So uh, kind of a bitter pill for them to swallow, I would think, uh, and just not good enough. And we continue the teeter-totter of lose one, win one, lose one, win one, and now lose one. And now the pressure on with Jacksonville coming on uh, Sunday. Rob, what do you got? Uh, I thought it was a remarkable performance by the defense inside the five-yard line. To, to have four trips inside the three, I think, and allow nine points, 16 points in regulation most times in the league, that's going to give you enough to win a football game. And once again, on the road offensively, I looked up, I looked down at the stat sheet in the fourth quarter, and the wide receivers on this team had four catches yeah. combined. And – your chunk plays largely came from your tight ends, except for the semi-Hail Mary to, to Tavon Austin in the fourth quarter. Offensively, that's just not going to get it done. And Dak needs more help all around. He wasn't perfect in this game, but he did a lot to buy himself time, get out of trouble. He needs more help from his wide receivers. He needs more help from his line. They've got to find a way to function offensively on the road. And until they do that, they're not going to win many games. They don't function very well because they don't have any playmakers on the outside. That's the biggest problem. You saw, you get a great example of what a team that has some playmakers, some guys that can get open, some guys that can make contested catches. You got a really good example of what that was. Really the last couple of weeks you've seen what an offensive attack can do, moving the football by throwing it. And I know this team, I always say it is built to run the ball, but they've got to be able to throw it some. They've got to be able to convert uh, on some third downs. They've got to be able to do some things, uh, you know, to protect the football uh, when uh, when given the opportunity. It's a shame that this quarterback, his interceptions are in large part be, by tip balls, not just by his own fault, but balls that are thrown that are knocked in the air. So 
unfortunately, though, as long as this team is uh, – it, it, it is what it is, uh, they're going to have to be able to run the ball, but they, they have no ability – uh, to push the ball with the receivers that they have on the field right now. Brian Broaddus called it. I think you said it multiple times on the show during the week. You didn't feel like they could just pound the, their head against the wall and run the ball. No. They needed to make plays down the field. And they got some early, you know, Swain, run after catch, Rico. But, you know, ultimately through the course of the game, I think the receivers wound up with six total catches, Mick. Seven, so, I think. Seven. Yeah. Uh, Hearns did have a three-yard touchdown, give it finally a short field that they were given, I think started at the 16-yard line. They just got to be more efficient. They got to find a way to do it, you know? Can't convert third downs. They're 17 of 60 right now on third down. Total for the season? Total for the season. Yeah. After a brilliant 4 of 14 uh, conversion rate uh, against the, the Texans. Uh, and some of those were makeable third downs. Yeah. A lot of them. They didn't were block. reasonable distances, right? Yeah, they didn't uh, block the Mike linebacker and they again this just game. can't. You know what? Houston made a bet. We're going to blitz the hell out of Dak Prescott. We're coming, and we're going to blitz the run, and you know, let the chips fall where they may. Well, the chips fell behind the line of scrimmage uh, because they didn't pick it up and they didn't beat it. At, at, at times, you've got to beat it with a play and, and and they and they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it consistently either. Yeah. And there you are, 16-16. You know, the defense does what Rob said, five goal-to-goal situations uh and they stopped them for one touchdown, uh three field goals and on a first and goal at the one, they stopped them, didn't let them score. Yeah. Outstanding. Houston yeah. Houston ended up at the end of regulation with 390 yards. 390. Yeah. And all they had was 16 points. you yeah. got to win that game. you yeah. got to win it. There's two things bad that happened to the Texans coming into this game or was happening bad to them. Number one is, and you're talking about the blitzing, Mickey, and they sold out, and you're absolutely right. The quarterbacks had a 122 rating against them when they blitzed. Mm. And they were in goal-to-gold situations. They were sixty percent league average is eighty. So they they were there. You know, Bill O'Brien and them, his staff is having to answer questions. What happened? Now they got to win, so they could kind of talk about okay, this is what we need to improve on. Give Dallas complete credit though for the way they played in the red zone though. But they really didn't take advantage of this secondary. The, uh, the protection for both teams I thought was was shaky at best. But I mean, both quarterbacks. You know, their, their quarterback seemed to make better throws uh, because of the receivers on the outside made better plays. And I think that's ultimately what the difference in this game was. You get a guy like Kuti and Hopkins and those guys, that tight end uh, was incredible for them as well. Did and, they know 84 was on the field, uh, by the way? I don't way? think so. I don't think so. But, they, you know, they, they didn't they didn't do a very good job of covering and, and give – Give their quarterback a lot of credit for hanging in there and taking some huge hits and running and running into piles yeah, and running into piles and you know he mean he was you know you look at forty yards on ten carries that was that was as tough as it gets for him but uh, there were some things that were bad that the the Cowboys really didn't take advantage of in this football game that they should have and I went in thinking that they if they protected they can make some plays in the secondary uh, little did I know that even though they didn't protect. 
ball going down the field, they still didn't make plays. So shame on me for thinking that about this uh, second about these wide receivers. You know, you mentioned the catches that we've seen. Yeah, I I think over the last two weeks, I, I don't remember in two consecutive games watching the opponent catch passes that I'm sitting there going, "Are you?" kidding me he caught that ball yeah well and it happened last week with Detroit and it happened again here with the the outstretched catches that QT made or QT cutie whatever (laughs) the heck it is it's cutie yeah I mean just amazing catches that they were making Hopkins and and, and Brian alluded to it now there's a number one receiver well and I was gonna say like that's maybe that's low-hanging fruit today I don't know because they weren't in a position to get a guy there's only one fruit that's hanging low okay but go ahead no I mean they weren't in a position the offseason to get a guy of his caliber and I know people are going to clamor for Dez and Dez has had a great career well they're going to clamor for somebody well if you go in the draft though they're not going to get somebody that's like Hopkins he's a special player he's a special player but but you know the fact is with the Van Der Esch pick that that's okay. Yeah. You know that's that's but the determination that you made is like okay we can play by committee. You know is is really the wrong approach here. It ha- it didn't it, work it, last it, night. It hasn't it, worked. Yeah. It it doesn't work. <clears throat> committee approach does not work with a quarterback that's not always accurate. That's that's the biggest issue that they have right now is the fact that and when the quarterback is accurate, these guys they, they're reverting back to body catching again. Yeah. There's several guys now on this on this, you know, Thompson and Gallup and these guys are trying to body catch and I get it on the slants. Michael Urban will tell you you gotta body catch those. But there's some balls that the, the ball that, that that Reed intercepted, Thompson's in terrible position to receive that ball. And you know, he doesn't extend, he doesn't go back to the ball. And he allows Joseph to come right over the left his left shoulder and tip the ball. You got to make the guy fight to get through you to get to the ball. And they just didn't. You know, you saw that. Mickey's right. You see incredible plays by other teams and their ability to take advantage. And the, really, the the weakness of this Texans defense was their secondary. And the Cowboys weren't didn't have any it didn't have any way of taking advantage of that. Uh, with the plays that they had. Two opportunities for Tavon Austin down the field. One gets intercepted. <clears throat> I've said before, good things seem to happen when he's kind of involved, even if it's as a decoy, when they have to respect his speed a little bit. Um, but, yeah, he, they well, missed some chances with him. Yeah. And, and Hop- Hopkins is, yeah, you know, even the catch that set up the winning field goal, that's amazing. Catch radius, run right. after catch. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's amazing. Brown gambled. Brown gambled to undercut that route, and you know, and with with that in that situation, you gamble and you miss. You're going to have a 48 yard run. They had a couple of missed tackles along the way. Uh, Woods was poor on the play. I mean, I thought they were going to strip him for a second. You know what's funny? You say that because (laughs) if 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 Hopkins doesn't spin. You got Tank Lawrence is going to hammer that ball right out of he his went, hand. He was ripping at it. He was trying, yeah. and but it, it was at, at that point in time though it was it was too late. But you know uh, Brown gambled that he and the ball went right over the top of him, and once it went over the top of him, then you know he had he had no chance. But you know you can see it right there. Kent doing a great job with the, the highlights. If you're watching along with us though, I mean hopefully you'll go back and see this. But yeah, it's it's a really interest trying to get at it. Really I mean, simple play. And it almost came out. Yeah, and but they, they did. They did. You know what? And the other thing on the play is, he can't have time of day in the pocket like that. Yeah. Hopkins started on the far right and crossed all the way thirteen yards deep across to the left, 
and he had time to let him clear and outrun Brown uh, to the spot where he caught the ball. While they did get pressure on him, they didn't get him on the ground. They got sacked one time. He got sacked seven times last week. There were times in the pocket he was just standing there eeny, meeny, miny, mowing it, and it's like, well, okay, where do I want to go with this ball? you, You had to get him on the ground. They didn't do it. Now, they knocked the living daylights out of him the entire game. I don't know how he came back. In tough overtime, yeah, he spent tough hombre. Yeah, most of his is. time on the sideline. He was in the medical tent. Yeah, they were Probably checking him, him out, up. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like, how did he get back out there? It's amazing. And but he did. Yeah. And I, I thought I was watching a national championship football game again. He's a tough guy. Bill's you, right. You know what? I would thought I was watching. I thought I was watching Muhammad Ali in the boxing ring. <laughs> he the, he has such pocket awareness. Yeah. And he's he dances. He's like Ali dancing around. Yeah, yeah. And he's floating like a butterfly, stinging like a bee. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, taking it and just taking jabs down the field, whatever. And then he got. And sometimes the bee gets stung. Jalen Smith yeah. stung him on the on well, the run on the goal they line. They stung him on the interception That's he right. threw. I mean, they yeah. got Tank Lawrence and 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 Jalen both got home, and that. That's what you needed. There was not a, a really there was hits and pressure, but not enough to affect him the way that that one ball did right there. And that that was a you know that was a it was a big play right there. You hope that they, they, Dallas could have taken advantage of that. They didn't take advantage of that one, nor did they take advantage of a twenty-two yard punt return. That you know by Tavon, yeah, by Tavon, yeah. and that was one of those hidden plays where you kind of go. You know, if they if they if they can kind of convert on that, that that might be the game right there. That's okay. a, that's a big big play because usually what happens on punt return. I know Mickey likes to say this, which is funny, and he's he's right. Fair catch them all, but then you know because you you, you don't take the chance of the penalty. But here they get a clean punt return and they get twenty two yards on it and they can't go anywhere with the ball. Get it started at the forty five. Yeah. Right, and yeah. and let's get to to that. And by the way, I believe the low hanging fruit that you were referring to, I think we'll get to that in the next segment. Okay. okay? All right. But what, what you mentioned it was after the Tavon Austin punt return of 22 yards that put the Cowboys in position basically at midfield. They're three minutes at their to own, go in the game? Own, with 3.25 left in the game, they start the drive at their own 45-yard line. Right. They give it to Zeke for two yards. Now they face second and eight at the 47-yard line, and that was the J.J. Watt sack. And what that, did you see when you go and, back and, and look that, at Thank that? you for getting to that, Bill, because they set up a play. Again, You know, I know a lot of folks have, uh, are being on Scott Linehan about the play calling. But they repped a play that actually had a chance to be the game winner. And it would have, it was give Watt, I wrote about it this morning, tip your cap to Watt the play that he made because he was able to beat uh, Looney and Martin inside to get the sack. Now, what they wanted to do was they wanted to have uh, Blake Jarwin as an inline Y. He was to the right and they run him on a delay. They act like they're going to block with him. They delay, they delay, and then he he starts out up the field. I mean, he's kind of on the move a little bit, and nobody from the Texans picks him up. And it's a play action off it, though. So what happens, though, if when they get the pressure, then Prescott's eyes have to kind of go down and trying to avoid the rush. They brought Tavon around on that. They brought they? Tavon around yeah. on the ghost. They brought the ghost. They faked it, and then all of a sudden now you got Jarwin is all by himself on the Dallas sidelines at about the, the, the Houston 20-yard line, waiting for the football. Mm. But because of the sack, because of the pressure, Dak was unable to set his feet, get a throw off, or do anything to try and take advantage. If the play, if they just execute the block up front, and I know it's hard to handle J.J. Watt, 
But if you're all pro guard and center, handle him, then you got the ball on the on the ten, on the uh, Texans' twenty yard line with a chance to make them burn their last timeout, move that thing in the field goal range, and then end that football game. And that was right at the two minute warning, yeah. and uh, then they faced third and eighteen after the ten yeah. yard sack. Yeah, and uh, JJ was getting the crowd going at that point, and yeah. then the, the the Cowboys come back with with on defense. Houston gets the ball back, starting at their own 10-yard line. They matriculate up to midfield, and then Xavier Woods gets the interception. Right, and there's not enough time, 10 seconds, when he caught right. the ball. And people are asking, why didn't he just keep running? I, I felt like we were watching the tape this morning that, that, that really that, uh, that number one wide receiver, Hopkins, for them, did a great job of getting him to get out of bounds. It, there was really nothing going on. He might have got about eight more yards but that was really going to be all. He just couldn't take it all the way up the sideline. And, and the, way, and the reason we, why people were saying that is because Collinsworth said, oh, this was your chance to no, be the hero th- and run. Was, but you know what? If he hadn't got out of bounds, yeah. they would have never had another play. Had He's going to get tackled, yeah. and there was only 10 seconds left. Right. Mm-hmm. The clock's going to yeah. run out. Yeah. So, so he, he did tried, the right he saved, thing. He saved them time he to He gave them two plays yeah. to, to, to throw a Hail Mary. Otherwise, the, 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 the game would have ended with him getting tackled. And by the way, what caused that interception pressure. by Xavier Woods? Yeah, it was pressure. Demarcus Lawrence and Jalen Smith. Hit. Big hit. You know, right in that the was the one that almost sent him yeah. permanently to the medical yeah, that was, that was That was very close to being – there were a couple of penalties. The one on Xavier Woods, I don't understand how you defend a ball like that when a receiver is backing up or falling down. I don't get how you – you know, the call for a defenseless receiver, That's to me, that's total BS. I don't know how you play safety anymore and not knock the ball out of that guy's hands, especially when he's falling backwards. If he's, if he's up on his feet, you're going to hit him in the chest, and now it's going to be okay. Right. But now that he's falling back, he's defenseless. You know, I don't know any other way. But, they, but yeah, they, they, hit, they hit that quarterback in the face. Xavier said either, I either give up the play or get a penalty. Yeah. That's, that's what the DBs are faced with yeah, now. So he's, he'll take the penalty. Yeah. Instead of give up the catch. He was defenseless because of his own actions. Yeah, he was falling backwards. He was falling backwards, yeah. and he came in and got him with both hands to the chest yeah. and, and, and broke up the pass. Yeah. How, what are you you're supposed to just let him catch it? I don't know how else you could play. Now, I understand if a guy, the ball's clearly two or three feet over a guy's head, but the guy had both hands on the football. You, you, have, you have to have some type of right to go and try and knock that ball loose. That's that's one of those calls. But, yeah, you know, on the other end, though, both quarterbacks got hit in the head a couple of different times. Bill, yeah, Dak Bill, getting yeah, crushed Bill, by Watt. Yeah, Bill, I mean, Bill Vinovich, is, he's going to let him He's gonna let him play that way. He does let him play in the pocket. He has a reputation of that. Why not? Yep, absolutely. Okay, the low-hanging fruit when we come back here on Talking Cowboys. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... ...thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... 
and get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel anytime. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talking Cowboys. Tommy John gives you the feeling of freedom where it counts with a contour pouch that nestles the boys. With over 3 million pairs sold, we've put in the hustle to make sure you're nestled. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Brian? Thank you for that read, Rob. You got it. Way to go, Rob Phillips. As we continue here on Talking Cowboys, 888-855-2297, the number to call to join us. Bill Jones, Mickey Spagnola, Rob Phillips. Brian brought us in. Kent Garrison and uh, Mickey, the low-hanging fruit you speak of in the last segment? Well, it's uh, the topic of the day, I would imagine. Jason Garrett's decision on fourth and one from the Houston 42 to punt in overtime. Okay. Kent Garrison has some post-game comments from the coach and the quarterback. I mean, I would, but on occasion. Stand by, Bill. I'm having an audio right. issue. We'll I'll play it audio. here. Okay. Can we do Dak voice I'll play, for you? In, play it in one minute. Give me one okay, minute. Okay, we're going to fix it. Like, actually, in, 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 while he does that, right. I, I saw what J.J. Watt had to say after the game. Okay. I can read it to you. All right. When they asked him about it, he says, I don't know. In this league, it's almost damned if you do, damned if you don't. You look at last week. He goes for it on fourth down and gets crushed. Now, this week, they punted on fourth down, and I'm sure people are going to ask why he did that. If it works, it's great. If it doesn't, it sucks. I'm glad I'm not the one making those types of decisions. You know, for for me, oh, Rob had a quizzical look. I've well, got it ready, guys. Who got ready. who got crushed? I mean, they converted a fourth and one against Detroit, right? No, he's, he's no, talking no. about Frank. JJ Watt. Frank Wright. Frank. He's talking about the game before. Yeah, against Indianapolis. Their other, their okay. other overtime. All right, Kent, take it away, Kent. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I would, but uh, in case you don't question uh, the coach's decision, defense. I've uh, been playing good all night. I mean, uh, they. Kept us in the game a bunch of the a bunch of the game. I mean, from the f- second quarter, uh, there in the fourth quarter, they gave us chance all day long. So I mean, uh, coach made the decision to go with the defense. So yeah, it was a, it was a long uh, one. You know, we we had a we had a third and two, and we didn't make much on it. And uh, we just felt like at that point in the game, the way our defense was playing, uh, the idea was to pin them down there. Uh, Chris did a great job with the punt. They got the ball on the ten yard line, and hopefully, you make a stop and you win the game coming back the other way uh, with a game winning field goal. And uh, actually, they had a third and one. It was third and one and a half, and Zeke got nothing. And it was then fourth and one and a half. I, uh, 
just to pull back the curtain on my night last night, I'm on the air on CBS 11 as this is all happening. No and, way, and, live? Yes, I'm on the air, and so we're going through all these other NFL highlights, and so I'm watching out of the corner of my eye what's going on in the Cowboy game. And at, and so I didn't really see live what happened. In fact, I had to ask someone, so what happened? You know, I saw them punting. Okay. So I didn't know what controversy there might have been when I walked off the set last night. So I went back and looked at it uh, today. But as I walked out of the studio last night after the Cowboys lost, I was like, okay, 1916, that was actually a really good game, okay, when you break it all down. I it's, You heard me on Friday. I thought the Texans 30 were going to 17. 30 yeah. to 17. Probably closer to that, to be honest with you. And <laughs> if not for the goal line stands. Absolutely, yeah. And it was like that. And so I thought actually, yeah, I mean, we know what we have here. We're starting to know what we have here with this Cowboys team. And it was a toss-up game, basically, is the way I looked at it. Yeah. Okay. Now then, I then – Discover on my way home the controversy about uh, punting on fourth and one. Okay, what what are let's go around the horn and get your takes. Who wants to go first? I was on the field and I told Derek Eagleton at the t- and you know the vantage point's a little different when you're on the field. I I, I was like you got to punt it. That was my gut reaction. Okay, live, because that's what you live because yep. it was near midfield. And then I go back and I watch it and I think you know what though, is just over five minutes left in the game. If you punt it here. Yeah, you flip field position. Your defense is playing well. But best case, you might be looking at a tie because you might get the ball back, but how much time do you have if they flip field position back on you? You're not really necessarily giving yourself the chance to win the game, uh, but you are preventing yourself maybe from from giving up a field goal and losing it. Uh, So it's a tough call. I probably, hindsight now, would have gone for it, but I'm not Jason Garrett, and I'm not paid to make those decisions, and that's a tough decision to make. By the way, Chris Collinsworth on NBC and Al Michaels, I went back and looked at it this morning. They did not question it at all. On the, They didn't. As it right. happened, they did not say, well, they should be punting here. Everybody left me in the press box, so I couldn't turn to anybody and say, <laughs> punt the ball, and, and that's what went through my mind. Two things. Number one, it, it – scared the hell out of me that on third and one with the NFL's leading rusher, I couldn't even pick up a half a yard, let alone Didn't block a yard and a half. Let that linebacker blitz and come through unblocked. Uh, and then number two, it was like, and and I, I guess this is what I think back to. I think back to dumb and dumber. I think back to load left where <laughs> – they were bold and went for it on fourth down and immediately lost the game on the decision. And this one, I know what coaches think. We all think on, on best-case scenario. Most coaches coach on worst-case scenario. If I don't get this, what happens? I'm losing the game. Well, you're, you're, put, you're putting your defense in a really tough They're spot. They're going to gain 20 yards and kick a field goal. Maybe. That's – you don't know that. They gained 79. They were much better down inside the five-yard line than yes. they were between the 20s. And, I'll and give you that. And you take your chances, get the ball back. you got two timeouts and a two-minute two minute, uh, two minute timeout. And you got a chance to come back if you stop them. Yeah, well, you didn't stop them. It's second and nine at the 24-yard line. You give up a 49-yard pass. Go figure. Brian? Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. You're, you've built this team with their ability to run the football. Yeah, it looked ugly all night, but you have one of the most dynamic running backs in the league when it comes to getting these types of down and distance 
There's some creative things you saw, you could also come up with. We saw what they did on the goal line with the pass to Hearns. If you're worried about them, you know, I would probably kill them for being cute, but I would have much rather lost that game trying to get that first down than I would play defense. I didn't feel like that that they really slowed down this Texans offense. You know, Mickey, I think said it earlier. They they had 390 something yards of offense. I didn't feel that was good. before overtime. They yeah, wound up yeah, at 462. Yeah, I don't I don't I didn't feel good at all about trying to make a play on Hopkins or make a play even on this tight end on a third down. I mean, to me, that was your opportunity right there to 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 seize the game. And you know, he he went for it in Detroit in the Detroit game last week on the goal line. I didn't think he'd do that, you know, and then it rewarded him. He got a touchdown. And then some of that was the flow of the game and how they were moving the ball in that game compared to this one. But the the game wasn't on the line when he went for that. This right? What was the play? The the on the goal line against against the Lions last week. But that was like the second. What play did they run? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. He going for it is going for it. He threw the touchdown past the Swain, right? Was that the one? Or was it was up the middle? They did make it though. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he did gamble there. Yeah, it wasn't the game. It was the one on they the fumbled. Line, but if they, fumbled, if they didn't fumbled, get it, they weren't going to lose. They right? go back and look they at were, it. They were going to – if they they had to – they were not going to stop the Texans throwing the football. But you know what? In the second half, the Texans had seven possessions. They forced them to punt three times and had two takeaways. So five of the seven and the other two possessions ended up in field goals. I'm not going to lose. I'm not going to lose. But five I, I, of the I, seven. I lost on a – my defense played well all day, we say, but they gave up a 49-yard pass. Oh, uh, they gave up 462 yards yeah. in the game. So yeah. say you um, don't get it, then you give up a 20-yard pass. Taking, you're, I'm taking – you're, 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 you're putting the game on the you're line extending, right there. You're extending what, what you're your doing, chances. If you Putting that game, if you, like Rob says, you're, you're playing for a tie, basically. Well, no, no, doing. but if you go for it. You are putting the game on the line on that play. On right one there. play, if you do not get it, you lose the game. There's a definitely. That's a, there's definitely. I, a, that's basically what the decision is because it's it's no different. In my opinion, it's no different than Indianapolis the week before. Indianapolis had a fourth and four yeah. at their own 43-yard line. Right. Indianapolis threw for 460 yards in that game. Couldn't run for anything. So you know they were going to run a pass play. Yeah. Okay. It was incomplete. You handed – it was 20 seconds left in the game. They complete one pass to Hopkins to the 20-yard line, kick a field goal, win the game. This was 15 yards in in, um, in field position different. Cowboys were 15 he yards further He missed a 48-yard field goal too, by the and, way, didn't and, he? And so he, it was started yes. at the – they're at the 42-yard line. If they do not get it, the Texans are going to get in field goal range. I mean, that's bottom line. There's yeah. no doubt that's And if you happen. get it and if you make it, so, that doesn't so, mean so yeah, you were gonna win. But I'm so I'm not saying I, I, I'm not saying it's I, a I, wrong decision to go for it. Let's just understand that's what was on the line there. If they don't make it, they lose the game. Yeah. Well if I, they punt I, I would have taken my chances. Yeah, right. I would have taken great. my chances. That's great. In there. But then if you make it, you don't win the game. Yeah. Yeah, but you you but maintain the ball with the chance I understand. of taking I mean, the clock all the, the way reason, down. Yeah. But the you're reason. assuming there's a lot of assumptions. I know you're also on assuming here. that you're going to get a stop, which you did. The reason, but you have more chances to get a stop than you just you one play. You didn't get a stop. Well, the you reason didn't get you it on first, you didn't get it on third down. You can continue to defend it, Mickey, but he the, he he. The reason the he coach had a chance to extend right, this game, right? But the reason he did. Okay, 
the reason the coach didn't go for it in this position as opposed to other times is he did not have confidence that the offense was going to get the one yard. One Zeke and a half had, yards. Zeke, yeah, if Zeke had gotten here's, stuffed, here's the I, maybe they called it. And here's then, the reason. And that's on him because he's part of building this that's football right, team. That's right. I that's mean, right. We talk about this team yep. does not throw the football. We've obviously said that a bunch here. But now all of a sudden we're saying they can't run the football? If, then okay, in that's that fine. Game, in that game, they If could, that's how you feel, then that's on the but, head coach. Right. In that game, they could not run the football to get a yard. If you look at Zeke's carries in the game, he, he wound up with 20 carries for 54 yards. Had one of them brought back, a 15-yarder that was brought back? But for a holding call, okay. right? Yes. A holding call. Big play there. On Connor Williams. So Connor he, had, Williams. he had 20 carries for 54 yards. He had 13 of those carries. The 13 worst carries went for zero yards. The other seven carries went for 54 yards. All right, 10 of the carries went for minus six yards. So you're sitting there going to play the percentage. What, that, no, no, so my question is, what play are you going to run? Because you just, on third and one and a half, you got stopped for nothing. Almost and a on half yard loss. And on of your carries with Zeke, you got zero yards. So what play are you going to call? That's what I'm saying. I'm still, I'm still running the ball with him. Okay. I'm That's still, it. you know, for a yard I, and a half. Yeah, so I, I, you yes. would run it. Yes, because my team, but the coach would not. My team, my team was built to right. run exactly. the football. That's right. And as hard as it was, and we saw what happened in the Seattle game, they they run the ball for three yards That's of right. carry and win the game. Okay, if my if if it's on me, if my offensive line and my running back is not good enough to get that one yard. Then that's then that's on me, that's on me. I would rather lose the game the way they did. The, the excuse me, the the losing the game, trying to play to one of my strengths, than to hope that the defense was going to get another stop after the guy's thrown for four hundred yards. And you know this but, is where. But this I'm just saying that is what went into his decision is they were not sure. successful running the well, ball. Well, then then the that's game. on him because right. Right. he is part of what's going on. I didn't want to. I didn't want to take a swing at him because well, you like just it, did. But but no, but, I just did, Mickey. Because but the other part of it is the, it's the, a confidence in your defense that if you give the offense the ball at the ten yard line, they are not going to be able to drive it 60 yards and get into field. You're playing for right. a tie, basically. But again, that's, 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 that's what the I other said part about it. That's yeah. the, okay, that is the other would part Would you take of it. a tie now? Yeah, so, absolutely. I mean, that's Yes, true. you would. I mean, that, that is the other Mickey, part of it. it's a terrible decision, and you know it. You no, can't defend it wasn't that. a terrible it decision. It was a terrible decision. The it's other, a great second guess. The other part of it is... Well, he asked the question. If you do tie the game... It's a half a win, half a loss. Whatever, I didn't say you your know, de- your your decision go. was terrible, so don't tell me my decision is terrible. <laughs> it is. It's no. terrible. No, it lost you the game. You gave up a forty nine well, yeah, yard pass. In, in, in hindsight, but yeah, no, you did. What you, we're doing, you played the odds that you were going to get a stop, and you didn't get a stop. You lost the game, Mickey. Sorry. And you played the odds that you were going to make I a never, one, and they couldn't make a I one never on had a 30. chance. I never had a chance. You had a chance on third and one. Because the coach is just like you. You had a chance like on third and one. The you had a coach, chance the, on third no. and one. Did you not? I had a chance you on third and one. You had a chance, he and could, it he, failed. He, he could have called the What did you want to run on third and one? Mickey, this team is built to run the football. Well, I didn't run the football in this game. Well, you know what? Consistently didn't. Okay, well, they didn't throw the ball well either. Well, Mickey. then, so they, you, then you what made, would you have called? Nice job of relying Quick on your defense punt? to get a stop. Well, they didn't get one. Yeah, that's it's, easy for you to say it now. Is, I'm saying it, well, it happened. Yeah. You made the good. decision to punt the ball. You that's get a 49-yard And it didn't work. You're right. You lost. Congratulations. Cease and desist. I would have lost too. Cease and desist for just a second. It's also built 
at what I've heard the first four or five weeks of this season, the defense is the strength of this team. It's been that's the backbone, what, that's, hasn't it? That's what I've heard the first four to five weeks. I haven't agreed with that because I've, I've saw Detroit last week go 75 yards and seven plays for a touchdown. So I'm not surprised myself that Houston was able to start at their own 10-yard line and get into field goal oh, range. But yeah. and, and what I'm presenting there is by what happened in the run game is what I assume the head coach was thinking when he decided not to go for it on fourth. Sure, he saw the I'm direction. I'm just presenting. He, yes. So you're saying he's got no that, confidence in his I offensive no, line he or his running back. I have, I, I have no idea. I'm just throwing the stats out there during that game where 13 of the 20 carries wouldn't that Zeke had in the game would not have given you the first I'm half. taking a chance that he's so, going to get a yard. Yeah. And this I'm is taking that and this is the new rule, the new overtime rule. You got ten minute overtime. That's now, the other thing, which it's a I don't faster. I don't like that. Yeah. It, it creates more ties, obviously, because you have less time to work with. And if you know if this is a fifteen minute overtime, I could see maybe punting better than this situation. But like I said again, you punt here. There's f- under five minutes left in the game. Or if you get the ball back, you're going to get the ball back with maybe very little time left. So yeah, I mean, okay, we can look back and say a tie is okay. But you're punting away knowing you're probably not going to win the game. So that sticks in my mind when I, when I look back on what the decision. You make great points, but I'm trying to win the football game. So, so yeah, I don't punt there. Y'all got, are so of the opinion the that this defense five. had no chance to, to stop them well, from no, going 60 or no, 70 They yards. had a chance to stop them, but I'm looking at the clock, too. Can, can you ask your offense to Punting, go, you're playing for the tie. Yeah. 5.33 left. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, you could stop them. But they could. They also might chew up three, four minutes a clock. So then, are you going to ask the defense to go sixty yards? There was three something left on the second offense. and nine. If you get a stop there, you're going to get the ball back with two was, something left. You haven't moved the ball all day in the game, right? And you're going to ask the offense to go fifty, sixty yards. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's exactly. with that little time left. Exactly. That's a tough look. Would this, you take the tie? We now? Had, Huh? Would you take the tie? I would take the tie now. Okay. I'm, I'm saying this is a great discussion because there's great points on both sides. It's a tough call, man. They didn't tie. But why do you mean take the tie? They didn't take the tie. They didn't get a tie. No, what he mean? said, would you no, no. take – they would have tied. They were playing for a tie. And I said, would you... I'm not saying they were playing for a tie, but the odds aren't with you if you punt it away to get the ball back and go win the game. I don't think it's with you with the clock. You had two timeouts and a two-minute warning. And had to move the ball all day. And you've had trouble moving the ball all day. I, I see both sides of it. I really do. I made I, I flip flopped on this. I made I said punt live, and now I'm looking at it. I'm saying, well, who on their who on your team is going to make a play other than the, your running back on the offense? Yeah, yeah. Who's going to make a play? And that's, on, you know, I'm punting to them so I can let Hopkins make a 49 yard play. Yeah. That's real smart. Well, you can turn that around, and who's going to make the play to get the first down on fourth and one and a half? My running back. That's that's that's. And, I'm, and you know, we presented the numbers on that. I'm just saying that's the. Hey, who is my playmaker? Who's their playmaker? All right. Their All guy. Right. Their guy got a chance to make a play. Yours didn't. Yeah. He got a chance on third down. It's the way it goes. Yep. Strange lady, this NFL. Yes, it is. Okay, we continue with more on Talking Cowboys. Continues in a moment. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... 
Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup. And now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof. Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than specs and features as well. you got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. To experience one for yourself, visit your local Texas John Deere dealer or go to myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Boy, I thought the guy was talking about the Dallas Cowboys and Jack Black when you want to look better on the field because the Dallas Cowboys do use Jack Black. And if you need to find out just how good it is, you get the JB for faves for $10 free shipping. Go to getjackblack.com. Very good. That's Mickey. off the top of your head. Yeah, on three hours sleep. That was actually pretty good. That's three good. hours sleep. Ed lived. Very good. <laughs> three. Better than I expected. When did you go to bed, Mickey? I got four. Uh, uh, Rob three. said it was. He got done with work at four thirty this morning. Yeah. I think I was three thirty because I went back and watched overtime again. Mm. I had to look and see for a couple things. Well, you know what you need this week. Tell you, me. You need to whiskey. <laughs> you need to go to the star restaurants this week they have whiskey it's that's exactly right in fact you got something going on tomorrow night right We're drink whiskey at concrete cowboy why not that's right at the what happy time? hour what time is that the happy six hour six o'clock meet me there six o'clock <laughs> concrete cowboy it's all part well the, you're there every tuesday at mm-hmm. six o'clock for drinking whiskey that's right <laughs> but this week is a special week restaurant week at the star special lunch and dinner menus all week long a variety of unique restaurants it's the star restaurant week now through 
the weekend. What's that for? The by the way, game. the uh, the restaurant we is it does it for charities or anything like that? Are we doing anything? It for is hunger kids first first annual this first annual restaurant just, week. At okay, the stars. Oh, oh, yes, it is. Okay, now that I read closer, raising money for the North Texas Food Bank. There we go. Thank you for bringing that Appreciate to my that. attention. So like a portion of what you spend goes to the food bank. should give a lot to the food bank is what I should That's do. right. The North Texas Food Bank. Visit thestarinfrisco.com for details. How about we go to the phone lines and see what's out there? Mm. <laughs> Nassim in Pennsylvania. You're on Talking Cowboys. Hey, guys. How you doing? Great. Um, I just feel like no matter what Jason Garrett calls right there, He's going to get the heat for it. So, and my, my, my question is this. Um, that third down, right, and uh, one or third down and one and a half, why are we in shotgun? Don't you guys feel like shotgun is making it harder for us to run the ball? Why not go single back? Even, a read if, option. even if you guys go two tight ends, three tight ends. Well, what the last time Cowboy did a toss? Why we got to run up the middle of the town? Read option. All right, thanks. That's why. Yeah. Thank you, Nasim. Keep that threat. Keep the threat of the read yeah. option. Yeah. yeah, so he can pull that ball and, and he can take it if he has to. So that's why they get in shotgun. But, I mean, it, it's – it's again, it's you're relying on your offensive line and your back to try and get in tight ends and everybody involved to get one yard. Well, know? they tried to get cute because they motioned Beasley into the backfield. Yeah. Uh, They're going to run all the option. That, and all that did was put nine guys in the box. Uh, on that play, yeah, but they didn't block. And they run blitzed, and no one, no one picked up. Uh, is it the safety? It was Cunningham. Cunningham. It was linebacker. Linebacker. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They've the been having problems. Unstable with that. forty-one number. Yeah, that, the blocking right. that Mike linebacker that's been going on since week one. Had it times. now for five weeks. Yep, yep. Been an issue. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, when you look at the balance of the game, though, what um, what's the most encouraging thing that came out of this game? The defensive tackles, because they were shorthanded in that game last night. And those guys, we continue to talk about Crawford and the way he's played. And even even Ross got involved a little bit yeah. last night. See the stat that stood out for Ross? Five hits on the quarterback. Yeah. And he had one play where he absolutely just blew up the play. And I think it, it ended up in a, in a completion. Uh, yeah, he did. He, he but, was real close to swatting the hand of, you know. I mean, again, these quarterbacks did a great job. Of avoiding, you know, go back and watch. Speaking of quarterbacks switching hands, watch Dak throw that 44 yard pass. He switched hands to throw it. He went right hand, left hand, right hand to get the ball out to avoid the, mm. to avoid it getting knocked out of his hands. Those, those defensive tackles had their tongues hanging out. Yeah. Even uh, Antoine Woods had four tackles. Yeah. They and sucked he had it two up, had a them. calf injury they, they, in the week. Those guys, yeah. He, Key situations. They, no Malik Collins. They tried to use him. He only had one or two reps per – and then David Irving, we continue to wonder what's going on there. And so, yeah, this group had – you know, you give give Crawford a lot of credit. Give You know, Kieran Reed, he, he played a little bit, but it was really a three-man rotation in there that was making all the problems. That, yeah. That's something that encouraged me because I was I – was, honestly, I was a little bit nervous – about how this was going to play out inside, and those guys did a hell of a job. Yeah, the undermanned for sure. Crawford, yeah, Crawford yeah. was amazing. Every time on yeah. the goal line. Yeah, anytime you want to take Crawford's money, just go back and watch that game. Yep. Yeah, think about that. 
Again. On the on the first and goal at the one, he made, I, I want to say, the first two tackles. He sure did, Mickey. Sure did. Uh, the other thing I would say, I got to stick with the defense, Jalen Smith was everywhere last night, uh, made a ton of plays, gave up, missed a tackle uh, the drive before the half, and then comes back with the sack. Uh, huge play in the game. It could have been 17-6 going into half. Houston with the ball to start the second half. Huge swing play. Um, Van Der Esch continues to make tackles, and – he had a big tackle on fourth to force fourth and one in overtime that at least made him kick the field goal. You know, um, linebackers are playing well without Sean Lee. Still want Sean Lee in the game, but these young linebackers are playing well. He made team leading 13 tackles. He, yeah. You know, he's active. They're both active. Uh, Doing a nice job. I don't, I don't mean to jinx the guy, but uh, Brett Mayer has now made 12 consecutive field goals. And that's the end of Brett Mayer. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding mickey i'm just kidding and uh, i told i told rob yeah. i can't remember which one it was i go he's gonna miss he's due one. yeah, yeah. Due. Eddie that's a sign though right down the middle. i wish i wish you the jinx i wish you got a shot there at the end I really, really do. I was well, saying, that's I, the other part. Okay, I was that, thinking they when they got the ball to midfield, right, they were going to. Uh, let's bring that up. Uh, as far as the fourth and one, is there? Is that does that enter your mind at all to kick a what would have been a sixty-yard field goal? I'll tell you what, he made a fifty-seven-yarder in that same stadium yeah. in the preseason. Well, then you give him the ball right there. That's, so that's the problem. That, that's the problem. But I, you but know, you're get, if you, if you go for it and don't make it, you're giving the ball right there yeah, anyway. Mel, basically, seven yards right, up. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's, but Ron it, Rivera, he did not flinch sending his guy out there for a sixty-three-yard field goal outdoors. Right. Which was crazy. I mean, Brian I said Gano. okay. Well, but he had no choice. Right. He had no choice. But you know, I. I don't. I didn't. Probably they didn't feel good about that. They probably didn't feel good about sending him out there for a sixty-yard kick. But it, it, the crazier things happen in this league. I, I, I personally that, I that decision I wouldn't have probably done. But you know, you know my thoughts. Someone on that. said that they felt like if they and well, if you think about it, if indeed, I mean, the conditions are basically the same as what they were in the preseason. It is an indoor stadium. It's hot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the guy made a 57-yarder sure. in the preseason. Sure. So that means that the line to get to the at least the maximum would be thir- the 39-yard lines for right. a 57-yarder. Right. So, I don't know. I would not have done that. but <laughs> You you would have done it with 10 seconds. Oh, yeah. Go. I mean, it's different yeah. if yeah, yeah if you're – but even well, – that gets back to the Indianapolis deal from the week before. Mm-hmm. If – Okay, let's say there were twenty seconds left. Mm-hmm. Do you kick it then from sixty? Not the no, because because that was the Mickey's same deal right. as Frank Mickey, Reich. Yeah, Mickey's right. Then you're give in me, the Frank give Reich me 10 decision. Ten seconds, I got a chance. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, but I, I still, I, I, I just, I just kind of in my mind just keep playing in that that I just keep seeing number ten and number eighty four making catches all over the field. You know, no I doubt. Just, I just keep, I just close my eyes and, and then I watch tape this morning. I see the same thing. You know, it's exactly what it is. And back on the goal line, uh, how about the human log down on the goal line yeah. too? It was the uh, the second and the last time they were down on the goal line where they kicked the field goal to make it 16-13, but they were facing a first and goal at the one-yard line on the second down play is when Woods is lined up there and he motions yeah. for Tyrone to, to move over. Move over. He, he, yeah. when, they, when they go under center, he does the smart thing thinking, okay, there's going to be a quarterback sneak here. Yeah. And a great job, like Mickey's pointed out, two plays in a row that Crawford made on that. Uh, but, it, but, it was, but it was the – Basic newcomer to the to the team, you know Antoine Woods, who had the presence of He's mind. Played really well to from a mental standpoint, yeah. that, to making a, a side adjustment. Basically, yeah. hey, 
they're going this way. Not you often know? you get a starting one technique that's playing as well as he did off the street. Right. That's that's, yeah. that's a good get right there. Can I throw out one on offense? Jeff Swaim, with everything they're sure. asking him to do yep. as a blocker, and you know he had three catches for 55 yards, but he had the 43-yarder. That's two big chunk plays two weeks in a row. The he's, he's giving he made him on third down with the yeah, down yeah. The ground. athletic yeah. yeah um he's giving him something at tight end for sure and he's giving him a lot of different things and and that's what they need and they need he needs they just need more help in the passing game I think we've said that a couple times what about Rico Rico with a big catch first of his career mm-hmm. thirty two yards thought guys, the internet was going to break you guys he, su- if, surprised about that uh that no. was a good play call. It was a good play call. And so was the Swain catch, too. Yeah. Miss, a little misdirection. Looked like they were they were crashing in on Zeke. Yeah. Um, if Rico had caught that Hail Mary at the end of regulation, I think I think the electricity <laughs> at Dallas would have gone out. Is that the, the first one he's ever been involved in, you think? <laughs> um, first Hail Mary he's ever been involved with, other eighth, than practice? Yeah, I'm thinking Maybe. in eighth grade, they probably did not throw very many Hail Marys. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. But you, you, you know, the way the ball was knocked, if I was a – Again, if I was a receiver or a guy involved with that, I would play to the line and square up because everybody wants to try and knock the ball down. So if you're in front of everybody and just play square, it yep. looks like the ball went right by his ear. Mm-hmm. You know, that he was too far so you in would, there. Would you square up and face the end zone? Face, yeah, go face down. The end and zone. You're playing the, the carry. You're getting the rebound, I'm basically. Getting, exactly. They did it. Kind of like basketball. Yeah, if because Hopkins knocked the ball down, but he knocked it right past Rico's ear. I'm thinking, you know, but he probably – I'm asking a lot How of How many Rico. games has he been active for? Three now? Yeah. Yeah. Have they had any they Hail Marys? They had one Did maybe they? at the end of a half. Might have been four games, actually. Or maybe it was – Carolina? Done. Or maybe it no, was – No, he wasn't active. That, that was the one inactive. Carolina was, New Orleans, uh, was Schultz. But I think Giants. since then, it's all it's been Rico. Every yes. There was one – maybe it was preseason because I remember they said, okay – I was thinking, okay, they think he can go Good up for you for remembering that everybody. Because I, and <laughs> I think the pass came up short. Yeah. It was, I think it was uh, Mike White throwing the ball. Okay, that Arizona, maybe or San Francisco. One of those. Oh, San games. Francisco, they got the game run out on him, right? That was was that an yeah. overtime? Or no, that was a two minute drive. Or maybe it was the Houston game. Yeah, there, you're right. I think there was a hail mary. There was but, a hail mary, and they sent him down. I said, "Oh, that's a good idea. If nothing else, he'll clear everybody out." Yeah, good for you remembering that, Mickey, because I sure didn't. By the way, the game book says Bryce Butler didn't play. He was in on that hail mary, though, right? Yes. Did he line up wide? Yes. Okay. Want to get him some snaps next week? I, Brian, I know he's been kind of 50 50 for you. And, and no, no, no. I, I, and, anything, and, and anything has missed opportunities. Anything's last couple different. Years. Anything's different. I, I just, that, I mean, this, he has. Give me somebody that's going to make a contested catch. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he does. I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I, I'm just kind of, you know, I, I like Mickey's plan of trying to get Michael Gallup more involved. And then Michael Gallup has a couple of them where you go, what? You know, and I, then, I mean, and, that, and that's on me too. I sat there and evaluated Michael Gallup as one of my 37 uh, top 50 players. Yeah, uh, Michael Gallup was a really good football player. It was and he Mike still guy is. to click. He is, yeah, he still he is. Yep, yep. Did the tight ends total more receptions than the wide receivers? Wide receivers had six. Two from Thompson, one from Austin. Swaim had f- three. Jarwin had one. Everybody else had one. And Rico yeah. had one. So they yeah, had Rico five. Had yeah, five, yeah. Almost. And Zeke had I'm just, eight. I'm just looking at another option seven, in the passing seven. game. You know, Bryce has been in the, been in this system. He's made connections that's with another, Dak before. That's, you know what? I'm going to start talking about Bryce as being a possibility working with this in this. And it's two weeks in a row 
that, you know, I'm talking to people and they're like, oh, no, he's getting reps, getting reps, getting reps, getting reps. And then he goes out there and he hands his uniform back into Bucky and says, I oh, don't worry about washing this. Right. You know, kind of reminds me at LSU. You know? Okay. So the you guys se- won when you played, though. The season stats now for the receiving core. Cole Beasley, 17 catches. I assume this is updated. 17 catches, 193 yards. One for eight yesterday. Okay, Swaim's at 14 for 159. Three for 55. Zeke is 22 for 155. So the fourth leading receiver on the team, Tavon, six for 125. I I say fourth leading. He's fourth in total in yards. One for 44. Deontay Thompson has 11 catches for 102. Alan Hearns, eight for 84 and a touchdown. Gallup, six for 82. How big was the drop that that, that Austin had on the sidelines? You know, you do everything right. Get your feet down. You got your hands on the ball. Just bring it down. Just bring it down to your body. Was that the one they challenged and lost? Yes. Yes. I don't know. That that one, I, I again, I'm, I'm an idiot when it comes to challenges. They shouldn't have done it. But, yeah, I, I was kind of telling Nate. I go, I don't think I challenged this one, Nate. Okay. It looks like a drop to me. Okay. worth a timeout I'm, losing. Uh, here's a little know. contrast. I gave you the Cowboys wide receiver stats there. DeAndre Hopkins for Houston now. Hopkins has 39 catches, 594 yards, two touchdowns. Will Fuller, who's been hurt a little bit, 19 catches, 278. Kiki Kuti. Second game. Has played two games and has 17 catches for 160 yards. He's their third leading receiver. He's played two games, and he has as many catches as the leading receiver for the Cowboys has and, as far as wide yeah, receivers. and by catches, 17. a lot of them are like they're either pitches or they're within yeah, there five, was that, ten yards. There was but, that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he made some nice catches. But, no, he's they yeah. get him Mickey's involved. Lying. They get yeah. him involved. Yeah. And he's fast. I, I just – it there's – it's, it's sad, but this is what it is right now. They've got to figure things out with this group. They have to figure. They have to. We've been waiting. We've been asking somebody step up out of the committee. You know, somebody take charge of the committee and be that guy. And they just haven't had that yet. They haven't had somebody get eight catches for seventy-five yards. They just they don't have somebody that that you know. It, it's, I mean, it, we even saw it last year in the what, the Kansas City game where Terrence nine Williams for nine had, for nine on yeah. catches and targets in that yeah. game for Terrence Williams. Yeah. And uh, if in case you missed it on Saturday, he was placed on IR, so it's at least eight weeks before he or Travis Frederick is placed on yeah. non-football illness list. Yeah, the month of December, if either one of those guys yeah. can come back. And, and then don't. I'm going to say it again. Don't hold your breath on David Irving. We asked Stephen Jones in the pregame show, and he saw said, that good interview. By the way, thanks, Brian. He said. Um, you know, personal things are still he's dealing with. He's excused to handle that. Uh, they're supporting him through that. And also, you know, he didn't get to practice much. And they're hoping this week get some reps. Hey, that's coming from Steven. I so, know. So we'll see. He was. I mean, I, why are you shaking your head at because me? Because one of the was, owners of the team. I was shaking my head on that part of it. Not you. He was set to play. He was. They were going to put him out there with one practice since November. Yeah. And because Which is why players, they activated him on Saturday. Right. Yeah. And, one, one, and, and, one and, and what, what happened was the family stuff, however you want to call it, family, it, it's basically the daughter stuff creeped up again, and he couldn't leave town. Yep. Okay. It's, yeah, All right. it's so really so unfortunate. It. Yeah, okay. We need All to right. leave town, huh? We're about out of time on this edition of Talking Cowboys. I will close it out this way in the immortal words of the late great Cactus Pryor. Hook them horns. Whoa. (laughs) This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about that?
Champion Cowboy! Yeah!